Hi, I'm Karina. I'm the Music Ministry Director at Every Nation Auckland City. We are a multicultural, multi-generational, socially responsible church that makes disciples. We hope this message inspires you to honour God and make disciples. Hey, it's good to be with you again. Thank you so much to the worship team for leading us in a beautiful song of worship to the Lord. He indeed does live. He's in fact alive and well. He hasn't even got a sniffly nose or a headache or a sore toe. Jesus is alive and he's well and he's moving and he's with us right here and right now at your place and mine. Isn't that such a great thought? Welcome to our first service in 2022. And can I just say, Happy New Year! Yeah! Confetti! High five! Party! Here we are. We survived 2021. (laughs) And we made it. And here we are. And I hope you're all enjoying a wonderful summer Kiwi Christmas. You're probably hitting the beach. You're in your jandals and your shorts and swimming and doing stuff getting out to the parks, out into the nature. Um, We're living the life, aren't we? We're living the furthest thing from a winter Christmas. Maybe one day I'll get there. I'd love to experience snow for once in my life at Christmas time. There's something great about New Year, isn't there? Like a fresh start. It's like a reboot. It's like it's filled with opportunities and man, who knows what's going to happen in a brand new year. We as a church are really excited about it. God has actually been working. God has been positioning us. God has been preparing us for a great 2022. There's some new things that God is doing. And we as a leadership team are resetting and making some changes to really go after all that God wants to do this year. And it's really exciting. New ways of doing things, but same vision to make disciples, to train leaders, and to plant churches in New Zealand. And so it's really exciting. But hey, that's the church. But what about you? What are your plans personally for 2022? You know, I did a little Google and it told me that the most common uh, New Year's resolutions are to lose weight, get in shape, get to the gym, eat well. What else does it say right here? Um, saving money, getting organized, kind of resetting the schedule and the priorities. Uh, Maybe for some it might be to quit smoking. I've been talking to Pastor Alfred about stopping that for a long time now. All right, so I hope you're doing well. I hope you've got some plans. One thing I do know for sure is that God has got a great plan for your life in 2022. Can someone say amen? Can someone type amen to that? God has got great plans. I mean, honestly, honestly and truly, who really knows what's going to happen in 2022? More variants, more restrictions, more border closures. Who knows what's going to happen? But what I do know is that for God's best plan for your life will not happen apart from a close relationship with Jesus. 
a close walking with Jesus. And can I tell you today that walking closely with Jesus is impossible apart from His Bible, His Word, the Word of God and Scripture. Today we begin and we join our Every Nation Global Fano as we embark upon a brand new series called Abide. Everybody say it. Ah, uh, that's right. Abide. And it's all about the power and the beauty of God's Word. You know, John 15 tells us, unless we abide, He calls us branches, and unless we as branches abide in the vine, we can actually do zero, zip, nothing. Isn't that amazing? There's no lasting spiritual transference of power in our lives if we're not abiding with Him. You know, God reveals Himself in His Word. He transforms us through His Word. He empowers us through His Word. We here in every nation around the world, we place a high premium on the power and the truthfulness and the benefits of Scripture. We are a Bible-believing church. Amen to that. And through this Abide series, over six installments, we're going to examine God's Word, aspects about God's Word through the book of John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I love John. You see, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the synoptic Gospels, they tend to lean into and focus on the teachings and the deeds of Jesus. John really exposes and highlights who he is. We get real insights into who Jesus Christ is. And in fact, you can probably find the mission statement, the purpose statement of the entire Gospel of John in chapter 20, verse 31. It says this, But these are written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing in Him, you will have life. If you like, you will experience His best plans by the power of His name in 2022. It's by believing in Him you will have life by the power of His name. So to help us get in the mood for today's installment, installment number one, we're going to roll this introduction video into the series. The Word of God is more than just a book. It nourishes us like bread and grows within us like a seed. It's the light to our path on the darkest day and a mirror that shows us who we really are. God's Word is a hammer that can break open the hardest heart, a sword that can divide between bone and marrow, spirit and soul, and it's the foundation of an unshakable life. Discover the power and beauty of God's Word. Abide. It's good to see you again. You made it from the other side. And I'm right here too in the same room looking at you. Great. Let's get into today's message. I'm going to call it the nearness of God. The nearness of God. You know, one of the 
programs that I've always enjoyed watching is Undercover Boss. Have you ever watched that before? You know where the, you have those scenes where the boss is right in front of someone, right in front of an employee at a branch or a franchise or in this large organization down in a department somewhere. They're right there, but the person fails to recognize until it's too late. <laughs> the boss is disguised, they're undercover, and I love it. I want to say something now, make a statement. Maybe God is nearer to you than you realize. Let's turn in John chapter 1, verse 14 to 18, and let me read it to you. And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness before about God, sorry, and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me because he was before me. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. I love that. Grace upon grace. You might want to mark that, highlight that, grab your lipstick, draw a circle around it. Let's continue. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. I love the New Living Translation's treatment of this verse. It says, God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. That was the word of the Lord. John 1, 14 to 18. The word became flesh. We talked a lot about that back on the other side at 2022, right? The word became flesh. It's like a four-word summary of Christmas. We've just gotten through Christmas. Christmas. When God became man. And we learned in that series that the word that John refers to is referring to Jesus Christ. Now, this is massive. The word became flesh was massive to the audience of the day, especially the Jews. The fact that the great God of the Old Testament has now taken a human form, it blew their mind. Amazing. Why did God become flesh? According to verse 14, why did God become flesh? Well, the answer is right there. Firstly, to dwell with us. That's right. Look at the person beside you and say, us, to dwell with us. And then John says, I was, I was an eyewitness to Jesus. And it was glorious. I mean, literally, he was with Jesus and he studied his presence. He beheld what he did and said. It wasn't just that he watched. He actually studied it with great intrigue that the presence of Jesus, his power, his love, his teachings, his wisdom, the freedom he spoke about. Jesus is real and he's amazing. John is saying, I've witnessed this stuff for myself. This is not just a, a Googling on the internet. I saw it in person. 
John says is full of grace and full of truth. These two should, as one scholar said, they should of grace and truth should come together to hold our minds and direct our lives. We need both grace and truth. Truth and grace. I want you to note this, that truth without grace is destructive to people. But grace without truth is unhelpful to people. We need both together. Both. Now listen up to me. That's right. Put that phone down. Don't get distracted. Look at me now. Listen up. There's two things I want you to know. There's two things I believe that God wants you to know today. They're really simple, but they're actually profound. Please disconnect from anything else and listen to me. The first one is this. The creator of all things desires to be near you. Let that sink in for a little bit. The God of the Old Testament, the one who spoke creation into being, he desires to be near you and I. Wow. God is not far away from you. I think he's closer than you think. He may actually even now be knocking on the door of your heart. That palpitation rate, that conviction, that warmth, that's God. That's the Spirit of God saying He's talking about you. The God, our God, wants to be near you. What's stopping you from being nearer to God? What's stopping you from being closer to God? Jeremiah 23, verse 23 asks, Am I a God who is near and not a God far off? God desires to be near you. And the second thing is very similar. The creator of all things desires to be known by you, to have intimacy with you, heart to heart with you. Verse 18 said, No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. Now follow this. He, referring to Jesus, has made him known. Jesus came to this earth, Jesus, the Son of God, Jesus who is God, distinguishable but inseparable to God. He came to be near you. And He came to be known by you. Jesus says explicitly in chapter 14, verse 9, he who has seen me has seen the Father. He is the representation of Father God. The reality is that 
We don't know God as we should. And God was willing to humble himself to make himself known to you and I. Do you want to know him? As verse 11 and 12 asks, will you receive him? Maybe you've drifted from God. Maybe through the holidays or through 2021, you feel distant from God. A word that I've found common in conversation with many people as I have inquired after their spiritual well-being is I've just felt blah, demotivated, lacking in enthusiasm to really pursue God and get to know God. They've gotten distracted, their focus has gone off course, and as a consequence, their faith has weakened and even sins have crept in. But I want to tell you today, look at me again. Focus now. God still wants to be with you. God wants to have a relationship with you. God still is in love with you. Isn't that beautiful? And even though you and I may have lost sight of the first commandment to love God with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul, all our strength, He still wants relationship with you. I love what Spurgeon says, the great preacher. I want you to learn this today. I want you to hear it today. He says, in the person of Jesus Christ, the immeasurable grace of God is treasured up. God wants to be near you. God came to be near you. Do you want to be near Him? God wants to be known by you. Do you want to know Him? You know, the primary way, the easiest way to get to know God is to set time with Him and you every day. You could even put it in your calendar. I do. I have it in there. You could call it me and God time. I'm pretty sure if I called you and said, hey, I want to catch up with you. Can we set an appointment? You would all go, yeah, sure. And we'd set it up. You'd put it in there because, you know, it's a priority. I want to suggest to you there's no other priority than your time with God. I encourage you to do that every day. It doesn't have to be a long time, but some time with Almighty God and get some time to talk with Him and to know Him. And the way you get to know Him is to study and read the Bible. You see, the Bible reveals God. The Bible brings light into our life. The Bible dispels darkness. The Bible, the Word of God, brings victory into our lives. It produces intimacy with Him. It generates spiritual life. It builds faith and creates supernatural power in your life. And as you read it and you believe it and you declare it and you digest it and obey it, things begin to change. You've just got to settle it. That time with God and me and prayer and the word and waiting silently and worshiping, 
That's a priority, friend. You've got to settle that. Why don't you do that right now? You determine today, I'm going to get some time. It may just be a little bit of time, but every day I'm going to connect with my Creator. I'm going to come near the one who came down to be near with me. I want to know Him. Who is this man who died for me on the cross? Who is this man that keeps loving me, grace upon grace, into my life? Who is this person? Well, you can know all about him. He splashed all through the pages of Scripture. He's a person. Those black letters on the page or your device is a person. God. And as you build this practice and establish this rhythm and this discipline, you begin to draw near him. You begin to know him. Frank, can I tell you today, your spirit man is craving this. Your spirit man, your soul is craving an authentic plugging in to God, an authentic connection where the spirit of God can flow into your life and you can experience intimacy with him. But you probably know this, right? What I'm telling you today is probably nothing new. I think our need is not a lack of knowledge. I think our need goes a lot deeper into our heart. Earlier I asked, what's stopping you from being closer to God? I think the universal answer at least this is what I've found in my own life. It's one word beginning with four letters. One word of four letters beginning with S and it's self. Only self can stop us being closer to God. A preacher once said this which really convicted me and struck me. Initially I wanted to dispute it but I then realized it was so true. You are as close to God as you really want to be. The premise to this is we always find time to do what we really want to do. Self is actually a problem. And the problem is we can't change the heart of self. Only God can change us. Do you want a fresh desire for God? I believe a fresh desire for God can only come from God. Do you want a fresh outpouring of God? I'd like to pray a prayer now, and I'm going to invite you to pray with me. It's a beautiful prayer found in a book called The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer. And I feel like he catches what God is trying to say to us today in, beautiful, in a beautiful way. So why don't you pray along with me, either out loud or in your heart, and pray these words. Let's pray. O oh God, I have tasted thy goodness, and it has both satisfied me and made me thirsty for more. I am painfully conscious of my need of further grace. I am ashamed of my lack of desire. O oh God, the triune God, I want to want thee. I long to be filled with longing. I thirst to be made more thirsty still. Show me thy glory, 
I pray thee, that so I may know thee indeed. Begin in mercy a new work of love within me. Say to my soul, rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. Then give me grace to rise and follow thee up from the misty lowland where I have wandered so long. In Jesus' name, amen. Now that God has spoken, that God has moved, and that hopefully God has reset and realigned our hearts, let's determine for 2022 to remain close to Him. Let's determine as a church family to walk closely with Him through this new year. As the senior pastor of Anak in 2022, I'm calling everyone to a renewed commitment to read the Bible, understand the Bible, and obey the Bible, to obey God's Word. I think this is the most excellent way to begin a new year, is to make it our mission and our goal every day to spend time with God in prayer and time with God studying His Word and getting to know Him. You see, God is splashed and displayed in beautiful color, in beautiful literary forms across all of the pages of the Bible. God draws himself near. God wants to be known. Let's get to know him together. God bless you. Thank you for listening. We'll look forward to seeing you very soon. Thank you for joining us. To know more about Every Nation Auckland City, you can visit our website, www everynationauckland.city For more messages like this you can subscribe to this podcast through Spotify, Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to podcasts.